Welcome to episode 37 of the Champs and Chums podcast. I'm Anthony. And I'm Ashton. Father-son fun talk on sports, life, and friendship. Coming up on episode 37, we'd like you to meet the kipper of the cup. We'll go one-on-one and best of with Maple Leaf fan favorite, Stanley Cup champion, and sports media star, Nick Kiprios. Father-son fun talk will go plus-plus with a father-son pair that can golf and game. Hello, fine students. Class is now in session. Father-son free-for-all will go gold, silver, bronze for favorite school subjects. And we'll head for home on episode 37 with our special segments, All Pro Go, a Did You Know Sports Spotlight, and Champs and Chums personal salutes to our stars on and off the field. That's all coming up on episode 37 of the Champs and Chums podcast. Thanks Thanks for for listening. Welcome back to Champs and Chums. Happy September, everybody. We hope you're doing well. It's Anthony and Ashton in the broadcast chair. Welcome to episode 37 of Champs and Chums. And uh, it now gives me great pleasure. It's my privilege, as always, to bring on my sparkling co-host, my forever chum, Ashton. Ashton, how you doing, my man? Well, I'm doing great, and I can't wait to start this episode. Yeah, you can't wait to start a September episode, as it were. Uh, happy fall, everybody. Ashley, you feeling a bit of a chill in the air now outside? Yeah, I'm definitely feeling it. Uh, for sure. I mean, everybody's kind of getting back to the fabulous thing we call a routine. And uh, I mean, I'd be remiss if I didn't start the top of the show. Uh, why don't you share with the listeners, how is the back to school thing going, my man? School's doing uh, good, and um, it's been a great experience being in grade five so far. And um, grade five? Yep. Man, it just seemed like yesterday. Uh, ch- it was changing diapers on you. Um, and uh, it's been a great experience there for uh, maybe four or five weeks that I've been there, and um, it's been a great experience um seeing my classmates and making some new friends and um it's overall just been a great experience and i can't wait uh for the rest of the school well year. it's amazing and shout out to all our all of our uh, friends of the show at, uh, at at round treat i know they do a great job you've been there for so long and You've got a, a, a great new teacher who's just joined the, the team, the faculty, as it were, over there. Uh, did you want to shout out at all to uh, uh, Mrs. Hill and anything particular you would like to say for her? I mean, what's the experience been like with your, your new coach for grade five? Well, yeah, she's been uh, really supportive. She's really nice, and um, she always uh, helps us when we need it. And um, she's taught me a lot so far, and I think I'm going to be ready for the rest of the school year. 
Yeah, you are. It's uh, going to be an amazing. And uh, so, yeah, shout out to all the uh, the the kids um, who are getting back into school. Some of them are starting as as uh, as small as junior kindergarten, right where you started, Ashton. I mean, what kind of words of advice would you share for the kids that are just starting out in in junior kindergarten? Honestly, I mean, I kind of was a bit nervous on my first day um, because being away from my mom and dad that because that just felt so weird I've that's never happened to me before uh for um a f- many a few hours and um you have to believe that you can do great and um no matter if you're in junior kindergarten grade eight high school grade two grade five, whichever grade, you have to believe you can do anything and um, honestly just put your mind to uh, everything that you do in school. Well, fans, if you can, uh, if you could see me or maybe you can hear it, there's a big wide smile that's coming um, behind from dad's microphone here because it makes me so proud to hear my son speak so glowingly about uh, what it takes, right, Ashton? It's a lot of the things we talk about on Champs and Chums and um, such great words. Um, boy, you're starting to sound like you're a a mentor, capital M, to some of those young students there. Uh, what do you think about that kind of a role? Well, yeah, that would be a great role, and I think that would really fit me perfectly. It sure will, my man. Well, listen, best of luck as you kick off the school year. Uh, really proud of you. You know you're going to do some amazing things. And uh, what do the Jays always say? You know, their their social handle is hashtag next level. Yeah. Next level for you. And I know you're going to do some some wonderful things to inspire so many, so many fans of yours. Good stuff. Well, hey, listen, let's um, recap, right, fans? Because... Ashton and I um, always take this opportunity at the top of the broadcast just to, to reflect on some fun things we did as we just before school was back in session, if you will. Ashton, uh, Labor Day was quite a lot of fun. It had like a sporting, well, what do you mean kind of? It, it actually did have a sporting connection to it as well, too. Uh, why don't you tell the fans what you're doing on Labor Day? Uh, Labor Day was a very, very fun day. Because we went down to Tim Hortons Field and we watched the Labor Day Classic, Hamilton versus Toronto. You mean we jumped into the car, headed west onto the QEW, into Hammertown, into enemy territory to watch the our our uh, our big team, the Argos, take on the Tie Cats. Yeah, and um, the Argos won, and uh, they did amazing. I think it was like twenty-eight to like. Oh, they, 15 or something. They, they it was a si- sizable margin of victory by the Argos. And I tell you, everybody, I was saying to Ashton before the game, the Labor Day Classics have not been too friendly for our, our boys in blue, the boatmen, if you will. Um, I think, Ashton, that was um, only their fourth career win or something like that in, in, in the last recent uh, uh, memory anyways. But um, they haven't fared too well in Hamilton for these games. And... Why don't you describe the atmosphere, what it was like? Because we were there pre-game. We had a chance to soak it up. Well, you know, uh, it was actually way different than Toronto. Uh, Toronto, I think it's 
Um, the atmosphere is really big, but Hamilton, I feel like they're really, really supportive. Um, the atmosphere in Hamilton was electric, and, um, I could tell that the electricity in that building went to the players, uh... Well, it went to the, the boys in blue, because, yeah. um, <laughs> you know, I mean, the Hamilton fans are so passionate. I saw a few of them drawn at some of the players on the bench. I mean, all in good fun at the end of the day, I guess, but, uh, yeah, I mean, the... The, the the stadium was almost uh, a quarter empty by the time there was a few minutes left before the two-minute uh, whistle, the two-minute warning, uh, and we were left with, uh, I wouldn't say there was a sea of blue, Ashton, because we actually ended up wearing blue, but there was a good faithful of Argos fans that cheered him on. So that was a lot of fun, and we actually took a, uh, a photo next to um, a wonderful prized item. Did yes, you want we did. did you want to share with the fans what happened there? Well, um with the donation of uh canned goods, uh we would be able to take a picture next to the uh Grey Cup. That and you know what what did, did you get a chance to step back? I know I know there were a lot of people in line and wanted to get a picture with the Grey Cup, but it is one of the most legendary pieces of hardware in all of North American sports, Ashton. It's it's actually one of the oldest trophies in sports competition. So, yeah, hopefully we get another opportunity to check that out. But we've got some pictures up on our social, at Champs and Chums. You can check it out. And, um, yeah, so, well, well, Ashton, I mean, speaking of sports, you kind of got back into... Um, the whole, uh, you know, sports classes and programs and such. Um, how is everything going in, in the world of swimming? And uh, you actually picked up a sport that you love and you played for the first time. Well, where do you want to start? Uh, we'll start at swimming. So swimming is amazing, honestly, because it's a life-saving skill. And um, it, I had my first class last Saturday, and I saw one of my friends from... Uh, 5b oh you want to shout out to your chum uh you know for uh at in 5b yeah shout out to amitage shout um, out to amitage soon to be friend of the show yeah and um it was a great class and um i think i learned a lot in just one class and uh there's i i mean i do love hockey but i mean i'm not that good at skating so we are taking on a different thing called hmm. floor hockey which is basically ball hockey but in like a basketball court and it was really fun and i'm pretty good but i i mean was i the best player there well i mean so what was great about the city of brampton is they allowed the players to get into the gymnasium uh, sorry the players the parents to get into the gymnasium a little bit just to check it out and yeah, I mean, you were certainly one of the top players on the roster there, Ashton. It was so nice to see you show all your fancy footwork, the stuff that you, you'd shown at home here in the backyard, and now take it actually to, to, you know, learn more about the game and then compete at the end. Did you guys have a scrimmage at all, or is that coming up in a future class? I think that's going to come up in a future class. Well, you looked really good out there, man. And you know where else you looked really good uh, as well? was in Mississauga. Mr. and Mississauga, a few weekends ago, right, uh, we went out uh, to check out 
Raptors 905. That's right, everybody. Hear us talk about it on almost every episode of Champs and Chums. We are big fans, your Champs and Chums, of the Raptors 905. They had a big fan fest. And Ashton, you got an invite. What was that like? Well, it was amazing. So basically, the kids uh, got to uh, get, uh, like, I guess, coaching from the coaching staff yeah members of the 905 development coaching yep, staff development, for sure yep and um it was a great lesson and uh and you ran into another chum there yeah you're, you're a man about town ashton in community here who, who who'd you run into there i ran into my friend who is actually really really good at basketball he plays in a league he plays rep uh taslin well i've met taslin on multiple occasions now, had the great pleasure to meet his mom there at the community event in uh, up in Mississauga, and uh, boy, what a player he is! Yeah, Ashton, and so yeah, look out for uh, for Taslin. He he's got some real mad skills, and I know you wanted to mention something else. He said to me that he plays with high school kids. He does. Yeah. Well, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. That kid's got some really good skill. Sounds like he's on the right track on a great program that's, uh, I guess you'll call them a program of excellence. So I think that's great, Ashton. But you had fun. Um, now, there was also some surprise guests. Who did you run into there, Ashton? Well, uh, we ran into Stripes, the mascot. And um, we also... Eric Corey, new yeah, head coach. Eric Corey and Nav Bhatia. He signed my water bottle. You that mean I the got. super fan of the Raptors? Yes. Nav Bhatia? Yes, I do. Wow. Yeah, you know what? It was great to catch up with Nav. He had obviously lots of people wanting to, you know, take some pictures with him, chat with him. Uh, but your champs and chums were right in the middle of it. Uh, we had a chance to meet Nav as well at another 905 event. Can you believe, Ashton? It'll be three years ago. Yeah. Since that event. And hopefully the, the 905 will have another member event. We're looking forward to some great action. If you haven't had a chance to check out Raptors 905 basketball, you will want to do that. And also, um, they had a station, so they had like two PlayStations that were just, they just had on NBA 2K22. And also, we ran into some... Uh, animals so we oh, had it you we just had a, so you yeah. just happened to run into reptiles on the on the gymnasium floor yeah. it was all structured everybody yeah. yeah and so there was birds and there was a porcupine a porcupine or porcupine i think now, both. now tell the fans tell the listeners though i've never i've never touched a porcupine is are they really sharp like their needles do they really hurt they kind of hurt. I, I guess if you press more down, it would hurt a bit more. So I also saw a turtle. I put a snake on my arm. Uh, it's like a, probably a 10-pound snake. Um, and also I got to hold a, a bunny. Wow, Ashton. What a great experience. I was uh, 9.05. But, you know, we're going to keep motoring along here because some other things that we did just before we signed off what i guess you'd call it a salute to the summer everybody um we're big blue jays fans everybody and ashton i think now uh, maybe you've uh, a couple a couple less than me but you ha you've got to be had to been down to about six or seven games this year yeah 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 and then we went though to a special uh 
one that was honoring World Series members in 92. Why don't you tell the fans our our adventure and pilgrimage down at the early hours to be one of the first 15,000 to get that jacket? Oh, well, uh, it was um, an amazing jacket. Um, it's more of a windbreaker-type jacket, but it's still very nice. And um, the game was amazing. The 92 players came out. And um, Joe Carter and uh, who's that against? Uh, Mike Timlin was there. Mike De- Timlin. De- Devon White. But yeah, Timlin... Timlin the Carter. That's why they they yeah, reenacted. They reenacted the, oh, that. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. That yeah. was a lot of fun to see yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, and I mean, I know for you, it may not. Um, you, you probably can only place it by watching old YouTube videos and reading some stuff up on the internet. But um, as a guy that um, watched that um, first time that the World Series banner flew north of the border in '92. I mean, the, 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 the country was electric, Ashton. The fans were on their feet. Uh, streets were lined. The parade was uh, incredible. Um, the, you know, merch probably sold through the roof when the Jays won. And, you know, we can only hope, everybody, that the Jays, um, you know, they're, 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 they're on to something pretty special. You remember what Vladdy said? Last year, there's this big quote that he said. Do you remember oh, that? Yeah, yeah. Why don't you share it with the listeners? I think he said. Oh no, he said it at the start. Of, he said it at spring training. Spring training yeah. of this year. What did he say, Ashton? He said, uh, "Last year was a trailer, but this year you're gonna see the movement." Oh, that is such a cool statement, eh? Uh, yeah. Anyways, cool team. They're they're a winning team. Let's hope things work out, and we'll talk more Blue Jays baseball here on Champs and Chums. So, Ashton, um, the adventure that weekend, it got a little extra sweeter. Actually, no, Ashton, that it, that weekend got a little extra stranger. Yes, it did. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, your dad is a man of puns, but that weekend got a little strange. Why don't you tell the fans what happened? The following day, it was an incredible 48 hours in Toronto, everybody. Well, um, some of you might have already saw it on our social platforms, but I went to Fan Expo Canada and so bad I wanted to meet the cast of Stranger Things because I love that show. And I got to meet, um, uh, Grace Van Dien, who plays Chrissy. Fans, his hands are shaking as he's sharing this with you live on air in episode 37. And also, she signed something for me, and I took a picture with her. And um, uh, Finn Wolfhard, who plays Mike, um, uh, he he, I took a picture with him, and he was really nice. So I could say I was one degree away from Millie Bobby Brown. Ah, well, Ashton, the way you're going, you young star, you very well might, uh, she might be next. She might be next on the, maybe a potential guest in a future episode. What do you say? Maybe. Now, listen, if, if your dad and you were able to land Millie Bobby Brown, listen, we fans, as you know, we've had a prolific lineup of guests who are so established and so excellent in all the things they do. But And I know Ashton would feel the very same way. But I think if we were to land Millie Bobby Brown, Ashton, how would you feel? 
uh, I, I don't know. I actually would just be shocked. I, I would really have no words because I would just be, like, dead shocked. Yeah, but I mean, as you know, with all 37 episodes, uh, podcasts, broadcasts like these, I mean, uh, you know, uh, it, it all involves talk and skill. So I know you'll do, I know you'd do some great things there. Okay, everybody, we're going to keep moving here because, um, uh, we got some great things to cover in our father, son, free for all, which we're in spirit and on brand about that as we're having this great chat. Um, you're going to want to listen to this episode. We wanted to actually say the segment, sorry, uh, a little later in the program. So as you know, in episode 36, we were up in lovely Muskoka Lakes, uh, with our champs and chums, uh, Mark and Kyle and, uh, connecting with some other great champs and chums up there. What a great week it was up there in, uh, lovely Muskoka. And, um, we had a chance Ashton to, uh, catch up with a great father-son duo, Blake and Liam, and we had a chance, and we had a great chat on them that we're going to play, and we're going to play it specifically this episode because golf is on the minds of a lot of people. This month, the uh, international competition, the Classic Presidents Cup, took place, and for years, Tiger Woods would lead the uh, United States uh, team. In that international competition, of course, Tiger Woods is, uh, I mean, he he's sort of the mecca of golf, one of the meccas of sport, broke all records and such. But uh, Blake, Dad Blake, competed against Tiger Woods, Ashton, at the World, at the world Amateur, and, and, and Blake was a, quite a great um, amateur golfer uh, back in the day. Uh, so what did you think when he told you that story? Well, actually, I was really shocked because um, now I know someone who's actually played Tiger Woods. Played Tiger Woods in a competition. Can you believe that? But yeah, great getting to know that father-son duo. And Liam, in fact, he, he's quite the gamer, isn't he? You had a chance to play with him. What, what, what games did he like? Uh, what, was his, what was his style? What was his skill? Uh, there was this one game where there was two people fighting and you had to like... Uh, like try to get someone with like guns or any like weapons or something like that and you had to get them like kill them and kind of sounds like about a hundred games that are out there on xbox yeah, or something yeah, right yeah, now but yeah. keep going ashton uh so liam had a playstation 5 which is the newest model um and he's a really good gamer like he's so focused into gaming that i think he can make it uh pro honestly that's amazing so listen to that episode it'll be a father-son free-for-all bonus segment plus plus you'll hear a great chat with a great father-son duo uh blake smith and liam smith good stuff well ashton you know uh, of september is such a um uh it's kind of we reach almost a crescendo with amazing things going on in sports and i can't even believe or belief, if you will, that we haven't talked about our favorite team, Leafs, Toronto Maple Leafs. And uh, I've been feeling a bit of a fever, actually, uh, in the last little while. I mean, why, why do you, the fans can't see this, but uh, just sort of touch my fo- forehead a little bit there. He's doing it right now. Yeah. How does that feel right now? Pretty warm. I think you're getting Leafs fever. I'm getting Leafs fever, everybody. That's right. Uh, your champs and chums looking forward to uh, a great uh, start or puck drop, if you will, in the NHL season. But Ashton, 
I couldn't imagine the most perfect guest that we have scored. How about that for episode 37? Uh, why don't you tell the fans who's our best of guest here uh, for episode 37? We have Maple Leaf fan favorite, Stanley Cup champion, and sports media star, Nick Kiprios. We are going to have the Kipper of the Cup here on episode 37. That's right, uh, Nick Kiprios uh, is going to join us. And as Ashton mentioned, uh, you know, Nick uh, grew up in Leaside, East York as it were, and had a boyhood dream of playing for the Toronto Maple Leafs. And as his tale, as, as it's been told in his highly acclaimed book, that's undrafted, Hockey Family and What It Takes to Be a Pro, you got to check, check that out. I'm about uh, a third of the way through the book, and it is a real page turner. Uh, he talks about how he, he made it to the NHL. And uh, beyond all of the 500-plus NHL games where he uh, battled every shift and showed grit, determination, and tenacity... It was really all of those things as he as he transitioned from the from the hockey stick ash into the broadcast mic. I mean, you've seen Nick Starr on Sportsnet, on Hockey Night in Canada. He's uh, currently a host on the Fan Five Ninety, Real Kipper and Born. And uh, I had the great pleasure and privilege of working with uh, with Kipper during my time on the Lisa uh, PR staff and uh, a pro. Uh, an all 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 pro an all pro goal for sure an all-star uh every shift on and off the ice uh, you don't want to miss this interview everybody nick kiprios coming t- uh, up on the, our program uh, a big score a big get and we're so glad to have him on the show and um among all the wonderful things he's done ashton and i think we got to celebrate like we always do right we went to well, to tell the fans we went down to maple leaf gardens what was that experience like well, it was a great experience. Um, obviously, looking at uh, an arena that you worked at and uh, that Nick, Nick Kiprios yeah. played in, he was on the ice. Yeah, and that was a very that was a big treat. Treat indeed, Ashton. And uh, speaking of treat, we got to celebrate uh, Nick Kiprios coming on the show. Maple Leaf fan favorite, the first ever. Uh, we have some amazing guests that have come on the show. World champions, Olympians. We've had uh, Hall of Famers. Uh, we've had uh, Rob Butler won a World Series. Uh, and now we have a Stanley Cup champion that's coming up on the show. It's time to celebrate. And um, f- among all the wonderful projects uh, and initiatives that Nick has uh, led in recent while, uh, there was a real uh, delicious one that your that your dad Ashton only your dad is going to celebrate here live on the air. I'm going to crack open a, a, a can of this deliciously refreshing cocktail called Little Buddha, which was inspired and co-created by Nick and his wife. And uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah Ashton, what do you think? Should I have should I have this on on the air? I mean, we've never done this before, but I feel it's so great that we got Kipper on the show. I just got to celebrate myself. Yes, you should do it. All right, well, I'm going to crack it open here, everybody, so hopefully you can hear this. Let's see. ASMR. A what? ASMR. Oh, wow. Now, Ashton, um, I'm going to I'm gonna take a taste of this. Now, everybody, this is uh, only 90 calories, if you can believe. It's keto-friendly. 
It's uh, I and I've tried all the selections, but this one here, ra raspberry juniper with lemon. I'm gonna try this one here right now. Um, After you take a sip, I'll tell them all the flavors. Oh wow! As I said, that is so good. At the night of this recording, we actually have a leaf game on the tube, Ashton. I'm gonna have to keep. Um, uh, moving here on this broadcast so I can enjoy more of this little Buddha. But uh, yeah, what, what are some of the great flavors? So we as have I'm sipping this. the grilled pineapple and, rosem and rosemary. Oh yeah, that one's a good one too. Uh, they have the peach tea. Yeah. They have uh, the one you're drinking right now, the raspberry juniper and lemon. Oh, this one. This one is, is among all the goals. This has got the extra goal for me. And then their fourth drink and their last drink is the hibiscus and pink grapefruit. Wonderful stuff. That's Little Buddha Cocktail. Definitely try it out. It's in the LCBOs across regions of Canada, other retailers. And if you want to actually go online, go to hellobev.ca and uh, you'll be supporting a great local brand that was inspired by a sporting great, our best of guest, Nick Kiprios. Good stuff. Okay, uh, Ashton, um, let's go back to the um, back to school, if you will. Because I thought, let's get, let's, class is in session now, everybody, right? So it's, it's, your champs and chums now, it's really important for us to get back in session. Because Ashton and I are going to share our gold, silver, bronze for favorite school subjects. So for Ashton, he'd have some, I guess, real uh, recency bias to it. I'm going to have to dig really far back, but I think I can do it here on Champs and Chums. Ashton, over to you for your bronze medal for favorite school subject. My bronze medal for favorite school subjects is science. Nice. Science. What, what, uh, what uh, makes you select science? Well, this year we're learning about the nervous system and the musculoskeletal system, and um, what uh, we're learning what the parts are and how how they work. And um, we're doing lots of fun stuff in science, and um, I believe at one time in science we were. Do, using our nervous system in, in our workbooks uh, to find our blind spot. And uh, I found my blind spot, and uh, that was really fun. And we checked our pulse as well, how many active beats per minute, how many resting uh, beats per minute, and uh, that was really fun. So uh, science is my bronze medal. Oh, that great stuff. Uh, well, that's a great subject, Ashton. And uh, over to Dad now. Now, I don't know. It become, actually, this bronze medal, everybody, will become like more of a specialized subject. But I was introduced to it in grade 12. I really enjoyed it. My bronze medal is law. That's right. The field of law. You know, um, I tell you, Ashton, uh, uh, throughout my uh, career, and as you grow older, you start to start making choices of kind of where you want to go in life. And, you know, uh, I think the road that I took ended up being a real amazing, inspiring, and, and, and uh, at this point, uh, lots of great highlights to it. But law was always something that interested me. And I uh, want to give a shout out to a couple teachers. Um, in fact, one of the teachers that taught law, her name was Miss Law uh, Ashton. 
Did you know that? <laughs> that was really funny. Yeah, we're going back, and all my ch- my champs and chums from Winston Churchill Collegiate that are listening to this episode would remember Miss Law. And I actually believe, I don't know if it was business, but I know Miss Ashby, a real fan favorite of many at Winston Churchill, would have liked Law. But yeah, I just love to read um, and learn about the principles behind things. I've always been curious about that. So structure and principle and policy, those are things that I'm kind of get, I really get sports nerdy about. Um, I love uh, how one can apply law um, to to things and every day and uh, reason rationale are, are some wonderful reasons why I've selected everybody law as my bronze medal for favorite school subject. Ashen, over to you for your silver. My silver medal is English. English. That's uh, That was one of my top ones, too. I had a lot, but uh, what makes English a silver for you? Well, uh, obviously English. Uh, the subject that uh, helped me with my um, oral presentations. That's right. Verbal skills. Yep. yep, verbal skills. Written, I'm sure, too. Yep. And, uh, Do you like writing, Ashton? Yeah, I love it. And uh, this year, we're reading a book called Wonder, and it's about a boy who has a disfigured face, and he goes to school for the first time, because he was always homeschooled, and um, I don't know the rest. Uh, We're on page 50, and we're not even halfway there. There's like over 300 pages, so we have to be ready for that. Well, I'm glad that you selected law, Ashen, because you're right. There's the oral law. communication. No, uh, sorry, did I say English? You said law. Well, you know, uh, yeah, sorry about that one. Uh, I must have had too much. Your dad must have a little bit too much of this little Buddha here, but uh, which I'm quite enjoying, uh, everybody, as we're broadcasting episode 37 here on Champs and Chums. But English, Ashton, uh, oral communications. This is why I brought law, because it means the same thing as well in law, right? Um, oral communications, uh, written, grammar, uh, writing. It's an amazing, amazing um, area of study. So that's Ashton's silver medal. That's English. Over to Dad for my single, uh, single my silver medal. And... Um, I actually am going to pick on this one because it was called politics when I was in junior high. We did we did it in high, but when I ended up, Ashton, as you know, going to uh, I'm an alum of uh, York University, and I became a double major honors degree graduate in communications and political science, which is my silver medal. Um, again, I've always been. Um, a bit of a, a, a student of the game when it came to uh, political systems, understanding them, how policies developed. Uh, Ashton, you and I, remember we went into the House of Commons uh, a few years ago and learned a lot about, um, you know, how, um, you know, policies are developed, how bills are passed, how laws are struck, how governance work. All of those things are really fascinating to your dad and so um uh the canadian political system has been uh i guess under much review uh i love municipal politics and uh shout out to uh, a champ and chum of ours uh, mayor patrick brown who was on episode 10 a special father's day episode back in uh boy ashen that would have been 2020 
Was yeah. it 2020? I think that was 2020. June yeah. 2020, we had Mayor Patrick Brown and uh, certainly looking forward to uh, how the votes come in uh, on election night uh, next month. But uh, yeah, that's my uh, silver medal for favorite school subjects, political science. Ashton, over to you to unveil for our listeners your gold medal. My gold medal is Jim, also known as Fazet. Amazing physical education. That's amazing. Now, now, what what do you like about uh, physical education, aka gym? Well, uh, as everyone knows, I'm uh, more of the book nerd for sports, maybe. Um, and um, I really just love sports and uh, how fascinating it is and how it can bring people together and um well this year so far we're learning dodgeball i'm actually really good at it i got a good aim uh obviously well yeah and i mean i think that's great i mean phys ed is 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 even more than just playing sports but i know you wanted to share another story and also um from playing baseball for the boys and oh you are yeah yeah um well we're not playing baseball but like for for the boys if they're on the other team i got i got my pitching arm so i can hit them out pretty good and um one time just once um a ball was coming to the right to the back it was high up i dove down and i caught it well, that's outstanding. I wish they got uh, uh, they would have got video of that, Ashton. Yeah. We could have put it up on our social channel. Think about that next time when you're diving for a fly ball. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, good stuff. That's Ashton's uh, uh, gold medal. That's phys ed. And now it's time for dad's gold medal. And Ashton, I am going to take your good lead. I'm going to put my best foot forward. I'm going to go on your mark, get set. I'm going to go ready, set, hut. Because my gold medal is also phys ed, gym. It was one of my favorites back in the day. And I think as you get older, you grow a greater appreciation. I mean, it's not just about playing sports, but it's understanding um, the human anatomy. It's understanding movement. It's understanding programming when they put um, sports together. There's, there's history. There's culture in the way that sports are developed, Ashton. Uh, there's evaluation, there's nutrition, all the fascinating things that phys ed, physical education can be. I mean, physical literacy, right? I mean, how does uh, you keep your physical literacy up as you, you get older, right? Um, so uh, it's for those reasons I find that that uh, uh, school subject very fascinating. Uh, love to play sports, played a lot of sports during my time, continue to throw the baseball, throw the football, use the hockey stick, get out on skates and do a bunch of stuff here with my uh, co-host and chum and others. But um, yeah, that's what it is. And I want to take this opportunity. He's uh, sadly no longer with us, but one of the greatest mentors during my high school life was uh, was my phys ed teacher, Ashton. And his name was Mr. Wood. Oh, yeah. You know, and I talked about him Trunk on... A, rotations. Yeah, well, you know, and all the boys and the and, and the ladies would, uh, you know, we'd have these sort of side conversations and, and, and jokes of some of, some of the, you know, hilarity uh, of things. And when you're in high school, you kind of reflect on your teachers and that. But as you get older, Ashton, 
you really pull back and you think of what people, coaches, teachers, what they mean to you. And Mr. Wood had this um, ability to bring structure, inspiration, compassion, and uh, a true love for sport through a number of the things. He was a great basketball player, as I recall. He coached the the boys' basketball team, which I, I was on. Well, more sat on the bench, but I was on. Um, and his uh, the conversations we would have about, geez, sports, life, and friendship, I remember these things to this day. So that's why I've selected as well that extra bonus insight into why my gold medal is also Fizet. Great stuff, everybody. Well, we've got lots more show to come in this super September episode of Champs and Chums. And Ashton, you're going to take us to break. This ends our father-son free-for-all segment. More father-son fun talk coming up. You're listening to the Champs and Chums podcast. Father-Son Fun Talk, you're listening to episode 37 of the Champs and Chums podcast. Happy September, everybody. It's Anthony and Ashton in the broadcast chair, and uh, what a special treat. Now, we'll just dial it back to episode 36 when we uh, introduced Ashton, a fun little young stars um, Yep, segment. rising stars. Yeah. Rising stars, young stars. It's, it was all pretty special, and we talked about wrestling right with uh, with Alex and then we had a chance to talk to Carter and then we had a chance to uh, to interview um, Elliot and talk about the wonderful world of go-kart racing how did you think that went last month well uh, the interviews were great uh, we had Kyle and Mark and we had Carter and Alex and we had uh, Mike and Elliot so um, now we have our new special guests on the rising star segment uh for episode 37 um blake and liam well it's yep. so glad to have uh, blake smith and liam smith here a, a, fa- a great father-son duo it's september and you know what uh, fans you're going to want to listen to some really fun things when we talk about competition and competitiveness we're going to learn a lot about uh, dad's illustrious <coughs> career in in golf he's moved on to do some other tremendous things in life so we'll learn a lot more about that but just to set the scene obviously everybody uh it's president's cup month uh so a real global competition the best of the best uh going against each other so it's quite well themed here that we've got this great father-son duo and of course it's great to have uh, liam on we're going to learn a lot more about uh, all his wonderful talent skills interests and passions here on champs and chums episode 37 and we're going to talk a, a, lot, a little bit more about gaming and such but uh well gentlemen welcome to the show how are you doing thank you very much for having us guys we're we're super excited school started and we're back at it and you know, we're looking forward to the, the seasons changing. Um, leaves are changing. Things are getting colder. NFL is starting again. Yeah. Now, you know, Blake, it's been such a pleasure getting to know you, right, uh, through uh, our, our mutual chum, Mark. And uh, I know you're a big sports fan. So out of all the major sports, which is the one that kind of drives you, that sort of keeps you on the couch uh, to, to watch it from, you know, end to end? I would have to say growing up, um, 
golf and hockey were primarily the, the two largest sports uh, for myself personally. And, and, and we played a little bit of lacrosse uh, growing up as well. Uh, however, now as we age, love to see NFL football and, and, and college football. It really drives. I love watching the players play. It's well, a, isn't that the time of the season, right? You, you set the scene so well, right? You know, it's the fall air, a little cooler. The leaves are starting to fall to change color. And, yeah, NFL season's getting into uh, full swing. Now, who who's your team? My team, my team is the Las, well, former Oakland Raiders, now Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, great, great plans, great team this year. Looks like they've picked up a few players on defense and a great, the best receiver in the game. Totally, totally. So hopefully Carr can find him the ball and we, and we can we can compete. But that division looks super strong this year with Kansas City and obviously Denver picking up uh, Russell Wilson uh, and Justin Herbert with San Diego or L.A. now. Right. Um, very competitive division. So uh, hoping for a wild card spot. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you something, too. And so actually, yeah, uh, Liam and Ashton, dads are going to take the ball up the field here a little bit in this great father-son chat. Because uh, you and I last month had, had a chance to sit in front of the tube and we watch a little CFL football. And it was good to know. Uh, fans at home, that we've got some CFL fans out there. Uh, but Blake, uh, why don't you talk a little bit about uh, your passion for CFL? I love it. I love I love watching the larger field and 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 the players uh, really make tremendous tremendous athletes. Very very good plays. It's not quite as um, hard hitting, I guess, because the field is a little bit larger for me. Uh, but that. I'll give you the example of that Buffalo KC game in the playoffs. Oh, like what, that what was, a game that was. We discussed that last one, night. One for the ages, yeah. Uh, I've been watching football for 20 years, and I don't think I've seen a football game like that. Like, it was back and forth, and and just to watch the, the team play, and Josh Allen put everything out there and, and unfortunately came up just a hair short, but great player. Unbelievable. Yeah, totally. Well, you know what, and... Uh, uh, I know you'll ha you'll you'll have an opportunity to listen to some of our our previous episodes on champs and chums. We had Ashton, as you all know, Grey Cup or a Grey Cup champion on there, a father son duo. Did you want to share with the the with um, with Liam and Blake uh, who we had on the show? Yeah, we had uh, Neil and Jesse Lumsden. Wow. Um, they were great guests to have on, and we did a uh, kind of two at the same time interview, like two and one. Um, it was a great interview to have with um, uh, them, and it was amazing having them on the show. Well, I want to bring in, uh, thanks, Ashton, for that, right? So, yeah, check that out. That was episode uh, 14, I believe, yeah. uh, back in 2021. Now, what a great uh, time that was chatting with uh, Neil Lumsden and Jesse Lumsden. Let's go back to your great resume of sports, because um, I know near the top of your list is golf, and, and you've had the opportunity and, uh, you know, the great talents to do some amazing things when you're in the golf world. Why don't you tell the listeners a bit more about that? Well, I was fortunate growing up. I started at a very young age and, and introducing Liam to the game a little bit. And he's starting to get into the, the game. And I heard Ashton's getting into the game and he's really yeah. enjoying it as well. Uh, Mark as well. Uh, many great contacts through the game <clears throat> of golf and, and great people that I've met over the years. 
Um, grew up playing in the Ottawa area and fortunate enough to get a golf scholarship down in the U.S. and play a little bit and then uh, turned pro when I was 18 and, and played in some world junior championships against uh, Tiger Woods and Pat Perez wow. and, and, and guys that we're seeing on TV today. And, um, you know, golf is, has done a lot for me as a, as a whole to teach me things about life which has been a great opportunity uh that i i might not have had if it wasn't for the game of golf like it it was a tremendous sport growing up i played hockey and lacrosse and and although you can play great games in those sports you might not necessarily win um i turned to golf at 16 and and moved forward from there and said if i'm going to do it i'm going to do it and it's going to be on on myself to perform or not perform and really enjoyed it and uh, i push everybody to try it uh covid's been an unfortunate part of our society but i think it's been a, a great boom for the game of golf and a lot of people have taken it up during this uh unfortunate health care yeah, yeah, a crisis, crisis really. But pandemic. yeah, you're right. I mean, and you know, to take it, dial it back to golf. I mean, it truly is a sport of a lifetime. Uh, anyone young and old, and I, I'm struck by what you're saying about you know, it, it teaches you good lessons about life and and how to approach things. You know, discipline, respect, all, all those big anchor areas is so important for for uh, young people and for all all people of all ages as you develop. You've probably seen that firsthand. I have. I've coached, uh, being a, a member of the Canadian PGA for probably over <coughs> 15 years, coaching numerous children and, and watching them evolve. And now watching them, it, it's funny because I see them having their own families and maybe not necessarily in the game of golf anymore or being on the competitive side, but just growing up to be great people yeah. in society. And yeah. that's whatever sport you're playing, if that can teach people to do great things and, and strive to be great people, then that's the goal. Yeah. Not everybody's going to be on TV or be part of the Live Tour or PGA Tour or, or Corn Ferry Tour, but as long as you can teach our young people to be compassionate, great people in life, I think that's what the game has taught a lot of people growing up. And I try to instill that not only in my own son, um, but I see that in Ashton as well, and, and he really likes it. We, we had a discussion the other night at dinner nice, nice. about his golf camp and how he really enjoyed it and how much he played. So uh, I'm glad to see more and more kids getting involved. Um, well, it, and to make it accessible too, right? I think that's always been maybe one of the, you know, the unfair uh, um, knocks on the sport, right? Is, is it accessible for everybody? You know, being somebody that's been, you know, made obviously great tracks in the industry, what's your perspective on that? I think it's getting better. I know the Canadian PGA and, and there's numerous programs out there to try and uh, similar to jumpstart hockey or Canadian tire programs yeah. with the hockey. Uh, we used to do free junior camps for the kids and get people involved. And when people get better, um, now you have to decide as a parent, do I move them to the next level or do we stay as a recreational sport and just like hockey or anything else as, as uh, racing or judo or karate or any of those other sports I think um, once the kids show the interest and the talent 
if we can, if they want to get to that next level, then, then we have to, as parents, try and figure out how do we get them there. For sure. Now, I heard you in, in, in your great perspective and our great father-son chat here, our free-for-all segment, you talked about uh, young and great people. It's now my pleasure to bring into this conversation uh, Liam Smith. This is Blake's uh, son, and uh, so so great to have you on the program here. Uh, Liam, how are you feeling about all this, right? We've kind of uh, got a remote set up. It, we're we're uh, the time of this, well, actually, we were recording this in September, right, uh, as it were. How are you feeling about all this? Well, I'm feeling excited, and this is my first time, and I got a little bit nervous at the start. You know, I'm feeling Well, you're doing up. awesome, man. You're looking pretty casual behind the microphone there. You know, you're looking like you, you've done this before. I'm just saying I haven't. <laughs> well, you, you're doing great. And I know Ashton's been, uh, it's, he's been so pleased to get in to know you and, uh, and, and things like that. Ashton, uh, what were your first impressions of, uh, of Liam as you got a chance to get to know him? Now you can kind of anoint him as one of your chums. Yeah. Um, Liam's an amazing friend to have. He has a great personality. He's always there when you need a hand. And... Um, I think overall, I think he would make anyone's day, anyone, he can make friends anywhere, and um, he's just a really great friend to have. That's nice. Thank you, Ashton. Oh. That's very nice to say. Really, I mean it. Thank you, man. Oh, that's very nice. Well, let's get to learn a little bit more about you, right? Um, yeah. um, what, what are some of your interests and passions? Uh, what things do you like to do, uh, Liam? Well, sometimes I like playing video games. During my life, I always go outside when I was young until like one Christmas. Uh, I got my very first gaming console, a Nintendo Switch. Oh. And then like a few years later or something, when I was in grade three and I was working pretty hard, my dad said he got me a PlayStation 4. Then the Christmas, well, this Christmas, um, before summer came, uh, he got me the PlayStation 5, and this is where I am right now, before, like, well, that's how it was. Well, and, like, back when I was young, when, like, I, my tablet wouldn't, like, work anymore, and, like, he gave me one of his old phones, because he had a new one. Well, it sounds like Dad's been there for you for in a lot of like a lot of important times. My father's always been there for me. He's probably the nicest father I've ever had, and he always got me cards, like gaming consoles, like how I said. He got me a pool table, a pool. Yeah, he, you're getting he, better at ping pong, and yeah, we tried a bunch of different sports, and and nothing. Um, he strived in those sports, but nothing sort of caught on. We had this discussion the other night about you just want to give your kids opportunities to do different um, sports, whether it be Liam's played soccer and baseball and hockey. And and Dad's always been there for me in each one. Yeah. So oh, that's great. You lead them to that, that individual sport and hope they do well. And, and if it sticks, it sticks. But uh, as parents or growing up in the golfing industry, you'd, you'd see the parents want them to succeed. And mm -hmm. some of the parents seem to want them to, the, the children to succeed more than the children want them. So similar, similar to that hockey parent um, situation, you know, I, I've seen that firsthand as a coach growing up. 
you don't want to push your children to do something that you want them to do. You want them to do it on their own. So once they find that sport, whether it be hockey, lacrosse, or as long as we can expose our youth to some sort of sport, they'll, they'll choose one. I mean, Liam loves ping pong. He's, he, he kicks my butt on the ping pong table like it's nothing. He's, he's wow. very good. Quite impressive. Now, you want to tag on to what your dad was saying, all, all his good words. And I just want to say that is not true. He, was a sh- he is a show-off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm <laughs> sure he's just too. a star, right? You're learning a lot of things from your dad. And if you're a big table tennis fan, you got to check out Ashton. Episode Wh- 17. Episode 17. We had one of the top Canadian tennis players. He's uh, Ping pong. Uh, ping pong. Well, table tennis ping pong. Jeremy Hazeen. He's one of the top ping pong players in Canada. You have to Google him. That yeah, you'll, if you Google his name, uh, you'll see we had him on the show. What a great guest he was, Ashton. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Real uh, hardworking, just like you. Uh, want to achieve a lot of things, and he's actually he's probably inside the top fifty in the world. Yeah. I would say right now, but um, let's get back to competition because I think I heard you say that video games was something that you liked. Um, I know Ashton's got, or maybe, I don't want to steal your thunder, uh, my, my guy. Uh, do you have some questions in that, uh, on that topic for, Lee, for Liam? Yeah. Um, so, Liam, focusing on the video games, and I know you like to play a lot of games. That is true. But mainly, what is your favorite video game? To be honest, I like pretty much all the ones I have, except I do like GTA, but I don't play it that much. Like, I play Fortnite. Like, at the beginning, I started playing Chapter 2 Season 2 when I was, like, 6 or 5 years old or 7. And, like, I was trash at the game. I kept on playing. I always rage, and I was like, nah, bro, I'm going to quit. But then I started playing more. I got better. I mastered the controls. Whenever, like, I kept on, like, fighting people, I had to, like, yeah like, like click a lot yeah 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 for so. sure well that hey well you know what that it's, it's a great thing and uh i want to ask dad the question too because ashton does definitely loves to game as well too i mean what's your thought on on this whole world of gaming it's very different from you and i were kind of playing <coughs> donkey kong and pac-man all that stuff during the day well, like i could say you and i growing up obviously being outside, I mean, I remember being at the outdoor rink all the time, and my parents dragged me in for dinner, and uh, times have changed, and technology's involved, and, and people are making a living playing video games yeah. uh, now, and competitions. And e- I think they call it eSports, is what they're calling it yeah, now. Yeah, EA Sports or something. Yeah, eSports competition, yeah. And you want your children to be happy. We limit it to a certain degree uh, with time and when he can play. Uh, but he does learn hand-eye coordination through the games. Uh, and we still do sporting events outside and, and get some exercise and For do sure. what we do. Liam loves to swim, swimming all the time in the backyard. So Yes, I always go for a swim in my pool. I Sometimes I invite Devin for like sleepovers that's right why don't you shout out to you well we had an opportunity uh last month to uh to uh meet your friend devin as well too so why don't you shout out to devin and why is he a great chum of yours he'll probably be like my thunder buddy kind of like like that from the shirt of lord Th- love thor love and thunder and did uh, you see that movie by the way no <laughs> you know so no, ashton I've... can tell you guys right i i uh, movies uh you know 
I, I fall asleep in, in about nine out of ten movies that I watch, right? See, that's a dad thing. That's a dad thing. Has that happened to you too, Blake? Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> it's happened to me many a times. But the one I did not fall asleep through, and Ashton, you can vouch for me, was this Thor Love and Thunder movie. Yes. And if uh, our listeners could see it right now, Ashton is adorned in a wonderful, uh, I guess that's one of the, 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 the T-shirts there that they had come out for the movie. So anyhow, that's great stuff. And I'm glad that you, you had some great words about your, your chum, Devin. Uh, Ashton, you got a question. Um, all right, so this is another question for Liam. Then I'll get to the two questions with you, uh, Blake. Uh, so, Liam, yes. Uh, I know off-air we were talking about how you like so many sports. Uh, oh, I no, I don't like, like, so many sports. I don't, yeah. yeah. Anyways, what is your favorite sport that you've tried so far? To be honest, my very first sport was basically, like, baseball. Because, like, back when I was at least four or five or six years old, I was on a baseball team. I had a friend named Alex. He always was upset. He got some nosebleeds. Um, you know, I always believed in him, but when the but that was during summer break. When the summer ended, the team separated, and that's the thing. We never really saw each other again. Well, what position did you play when you you tried your hand at baseball, Leah? Uh, well, we took turns like hitting the bat, and once I hit the ball far, I had to run around the base. Yeah. Was there a position you played out in the field? Did you play first base, maybe I'm second? Pretty, yeah, first base. I'm, oh, I amazing. Think. You like Vladdy Guerrero. <laughs> yeah, Vladdy. Like Vladdy. Like Vladdy. Good stuff. Okay, Ashton. Uh, so, uh, Blake, you've, you've had an illustrious golf career, a uh, golf resume, and um, I'm very intrigued to know what is your farthest drive? Oh, oh, that's a good one. Oh, wow, that's a good question. I don't know. I don't I don't want to uh, overestimate or underestimate Ashton. I would say on average probably nowadays or when I was younger. When you were younger, I guess. Younger, probably average about 275-ish, wow. which wow. isn't in today's standards with the college players coming out and how good they are all hitting the kids today, all hitting it over 300 isn't uh, very far, but uh, <coughs> I, I seem to get it around with the short game and hit a lot of greens and regulation and two putt and move on to the next hole. Oh, nice. Nice. But like, can I ask you a question? Yeah. How yeah. did, how did you like, we were talking about your, your summer golf camp and how much you played and how many friends you made at golf school. How did you enjoy that? Well, it was fun. It was a week golf camp, and it was uh, very nice. And I met many friends there, learned lots of golf. And uh, I think I got better and improved since I've done that camp. So are you going to go next year? Uh, maybe. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Are you going to play more with your dad? Yeah. you like going out yeah. to play golf? Liam yeah. comes out to play golf with me sometimes. Oh, yeah. very nice. And he likes it. That's a great Well, why don't you talk a little bit about that? What's your... Uh, What's your, uh, your your most favorite father-son experience uh, at golf, whether it be the driving range or... To or be honest, probably going on an actual golfing thing with my dad at the golf course he has oh. fun with his friends at. There's like 18 holes. Sometimes I've gotten like two or three shots. Wow. Um, like we usually last... play nine holes, right, bud? Yeah, like last time. Last time I always messed up with my driver, but on the <laughs> final one, like on the ninth hole... I finally hit it before we left, and 
like one like earlier during that like I had to grab my pee and like I hit it in the air and I'm pretty sure it went very close to the hole so like yeah you did well like wow you did amazing you did amazing good stuff well uh, this has been an amazing uh, segment uh, maybe just uh, a, a question to both of you just before we close the show um, um, what were some of the um, can you maybe share some of the most, uh, I guess, the greatest lessons, Blake, and words of advice that uh, you would have shared with, uh, with Liam? I just want him to have fun. I think the big thing for kids today is, is within any sport is to have a good time. Um, as parents, we want the best for our children, and, and we see that more and more, how parents seem to push their children into, into things that maybe they don't want to be part of. Um, or they don't have the passion to do. Um, so if we can continue to expose our kids to different opportunities, they're going to find the niche that they, they want to do. You're I, sure. I, I think that's a big key, whether it's swimming or darts or baseball or table tennis or uh, anything. You know, we, we, I think that's the main thing. And you and I both had that discussion the other night. Uh, and I'm glad to see that Ashton's trying golf and different different sports. And I think that's that's the key moving forward. I think that's how uh, we raise the next generation, and, and hopefully they all become good people. And that's what I'd like to see in a perfect world. But we don't always see that. Well, that's amazing things, and you know, sort of getting to know you. you you're a great coach to Liam. And Liam, we're going to leave the last word to uh, to you on this great segment here, this father-son free-for-all for episode 37. Why don't you share with our listeners, um, what does your dad mean to you? Thank you very much. Okay, so my dad, wait, like, oh, sorry, uh, what my dad means to me? Yeah. Oh, my dad means a lot. He's the only dad I'll ever have, and like... He's always been a great father to me for these past 10 years. He's gotten me things I love, I've always wanted, friendship, love, and a good life. Well, that is an amazing way to end this segment. We want to thank you both very much. That's uh, Blake Smith. Liam Smith, great father-son group that we've had an opportunity to meet and connect with. And like we said, everybody, September's a big month for golf. And every day of the year, Liam, every okay. day's a big, uh, a big day for uh, eSports and gaming. We know that. So we wish you all the best. And Asha, what did you want to say before we ended this segment? Well, this has been an amazing segment with uh, Liam and Blake. And uh, I can't wait to reconnect with you guys. That's Thank great. you guys. It, it's uh, it's funny how golf has led us to a mutual friend and how we met each other through. So we never know how how life's going to turn out, and it, it's it's amazing. We had an amazing time uh, meeting everybody. That's true. And it worked out great this uh, like this past trip. Like the same thing. Like I met last time I like the first time I met Mark. I was like three or four years old, and I see him again today at the at the age of ten. Meeting Kyle and Ashton and everybody here was amazing. Going on boat rides, having fun, and like. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having us. This is a cool thing that you're doing. We appreciate it. Oh, well, that's great. Good stuff. Really special segment. Ashton, you're going to take us to break on episode 37. This ends our father-son free-for-all segment. More father-son fun talk coming up. You're listening to the Champs and Chums podcast. 
father-son fun talk you're listening to episode 37 of the champs and chums podcast and ashton it's now time for a next edition of our best of segment and what a championship guest we have for our fans this month hey ashton i got two questions for you my man are you ready to be leaf here on episode 37 sure am are you ready to meet the kipper of the cup here on champs and chums of course well, our very special guest is among the most popular hometown players to ever pull on the Maple Leafs jersey. He was undrafted, but our best of guest never gave up on his boyhood dream to play pro hockey. Grit, determination, tenacity, and work ethic. They made him a winning teammate and a perennial fan favorite. He would go on to compete in over 500 NHL games with the Hartford Whalers, Washington Capitals, New York Rangers, and his beloved hometown Toronto Maple Leafs. His time with the Rangers saw him and that star-studded 1994 squad hoist the Stanley Cup, his first ever, and for the Rangers, their first in 54 years. Following his NHL playing career, Hockey remained a big part of his transition game. He traded his hockey stick for the broadcast mic and has gone on to star for Sportsnet, Hockey Night in Canada, and the Fan 590 where you can now hear and see him across all platforms as co-host on Real Kipper and Born. His career accomplishments succeed well beyond the rink and broadcast booth. Recently, our special guest inspired and co-created the award-winning Little Buddha, a deliciously refreshing and health-smart cocktail available in the LCBO and other retailers across regions of Canada. You can also purchase Little Buddha online at hellobev.ca. His inspiring story was also told alongside renowned publisher Simon & Schuster. His highly acclaimed autobiography, Undrafted, Hockey, Family, and What It Takes to Be a Pro, is available where great books are sold, including Amazon and Indigo. Ladies and gentlemen, we're pleased to be joined by Maple Leaf fan favorite, Stanley Cup champion, and sports media star, Nick Kiprios. Kipper, welcome to Champs and Chums. Well, I'm thrilled to be here, um, Anthony and Ashton. Thank you so much for having me, and I'm thrilled to be on episode 37 of Champs and Chums. Oh, episode 37, Kipper. So honored to have you on the show. You know, it's a treat for Ashton because he's been learning so much about your great career and all the amazing things you've done, but it's an extra treat for Dad here because it's so great to reconnect and... uh, celebrate all your your great accomplishments and uh, relive some of those memories of uh, and dreams of blue and white so it's great to have you on the program well it's great to reconnect and i know uh we've kind of spent a lot of years apart anthony but we were connected once upon a time through the toronto maple leaf hockey organization and uh i certainly remember how well you you treated me and and many of my teammates and how sometimes uh, the challenges of pro hockey can get to you, but when you have good people around you to to reassure that uh, you know you need to focus on just playing hockey, and others can help you with the rest of it, like you did back then. 
uh, it was reassuring. So uh, great to connect with you, uh, Anthony, after all these years. Oh, Kipper, that's so nice of you to say. I'm so touched, and uh, yeah, it's so great. And it was amazing that sports became another platform we were able to connect. We were able to catch up with our great Blue Jays and catch up on a little baseball, and it's so nice to have you on the program. Good stuff. Well, Kipper, it's uh, Dad over here to the left of the microphone in the broadcast booth, and uh, wanted to start off, um, and we're going to get to your great book uh, throughout this great chat, but um, why don't you take us through your early ambitions and interest to play hockey, first as a youth, uh, growing up in lovely Leaside, East York, and then you, you start in junior, and then your inspiring route to the NHL. Well, like any other um, uh, Canadian growing up, um, I got uh, introduced to the game of hockey fairly early, and uh, I, I, I witnessed it for the first time. Uh, some of my earliest memories were watching uh, the, the Toronto Maple Leafs uh, with my dad. And, of course, back then... Um, you know, Ashton, we had a, uh, a black and white television and my dad would sometimes work 14, 16 hours uh, at a restaurant. Um, but when he came home, uh, he often found himself on his favorite couch watching uh, the beloved Toronto Maple Leafs. And that was really my first introduction to the game of hockey. Uh, back then, uh, my dad's heroes were, were names like Frank Mahovlich and Dave Keon. And he would tell me a little bit about them. And, um, and I started watching and cheering right along with my dad. And uh, as I got older, I had uh, a next-door neighbor. His name was Joey. He was a few years older than me. And he was playing house league hockey. Um, and, of course, the only thing I had was uh, a hockey stick with um, uh, a, a blade a plastic blade from Canadian tire know. kipper. If I recall, uh, for, the there you go. Yeah. I, I know Anthony, you would remember that, but you'd actually buy just a plastic blade. That's right. Heat it up and put it on the end of a, a broken hockey stick. And, uh, once, uh, I got, uh, a chance to get a tennis ball, uh, and, and play on the road. Uh, the only thing left was to go actually watch, uh, a real hockey game in an arena. And that's where my next door neighbor invited me to one of his house league games at this uh, old, uh, still standing uh, uh, arena called George Bell Arena. And uh, it was like in the meat pa uh, packing district of, uh, of Toronto. And once I saw my next door neighbor play the game of hockey, I raced home and I said, Dad, you got to let me play too. I absolutely loved it watching my neighbor Joey for the first time. And that was really the start of it. Uh, at age seven, uh, we were in a transition period where my dad and my mom sold a house. And I was so sad to leave my friends and my school. Um, but they did promise me at our new house they would let me join a uh, hockey house league and it was called Woodbine Arena by the Peanut Plaza. It's Don Mills and, uh, and, uh, uh, Don Mills and Shepard. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm like, uh, okay, I feel a lot better about moving now if you let me play hockey. And that's how I started. 
Mark, that's amazing. And you know what, fans, and uh, all the fans are listening to this great segment here with uh, with Kipper. Uh, Nick's got a wonderful autobiography. It's highly acclaimed. It's called Undrafted Hockey Family and What It Takes to Be a Pro. You can get it where great uh, books are sold, Amazon.com, Indigo, online, in, in the store. So check that out. You'll hear more of that uh, great story and the great tales as Nick started to yarn with us here on episode 37. Uh, Nick, I wanted to talk about mentors in your life and, um, you know, the hockey, the sports world. Well, you know what? Any sector in life, we talk a lot about it on Champs and Chums, how important mentors are. Um, can you can you share with the, with the listeners um, some that have helped build success for you as a, a player in person on and off the ice? Yeah, well, that's a very good question, Anthony. And, you know, I... Sometimes uh, throughout my broadcasting career, uh, you know, the old age uh, argument on, uh, on, on role models and if athletes should feel like uh, they have a responsibility for young kids uh, to, look at, uh, to look up to them and whether or not uh, their behavior maybe away from their game is, uh, is good or bad. I'm a, I'm a big believer in, in role models. I'm a big believer in mentors. I think it's so important young kids today find someone uh, that they, they look up to and, and really understand why you're looking up to someone. What is, it a, what is it about them that you admire? What is it about them that you respect? And somehow, some way along the lines, you try to take a little bit of something from someone and you try to instill it in yourself. So first and foremost, uh, I looked at my dad's work ethic. My dad was an immigrant coming from Greece um, and you know, didn't have much coming here. Uh, he came over at the age of 17 to start a new life, to get a better opportunity. As many uh, immigrants uh, you know, throughout the course of history in Canada have done many, many times, and, and been very successful. So it was my dad's focus and, and work ethic um, that really instilled in me that, uh, you know, you, you, can, you can get places, um, you know, through hard work. So he, he's at the top of my list. Um, teachers, you know, I, I had a couple of great teachers uh, growing up where, again, I, I try to instill certain things um, from them. Uh, in terms of, you know, believing in myself. In my book, I, I, I speak often of, uh, of a, a situation where I was in uh, a junior high and, uh, and my phys ed teacher, who was also my basketball uh, uh, coach, uh, told me to try out for the basketball team. And by then, uh, and I told him, I, I, I know hockey. I'm good at hockey. I've never played basketball. And he said, why don't you just come out and, and try? Because, you know, I, I see a lot of athleticism in you. And I just, you know, can you come out? Sure enough, I tried out. But, you know, I didn't have much faith or confidence that I'd be good at basketball. And sure enough, uh, the tryouts pass. He writes the 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 final list of who made the team and I was on the list and I went back to him and I said, I'm absolutely shocked that, uh, that I team. And he said, you shouldn't be because you are my hardest worker in, in this tryout. There wasn't uh, a ball 
that you didn't fight for under the rim. And that's what I was looking for. I was not looking for the most talented guy. I was not looking for the best shooter. I was just looking at someone that just tried his best. And I was just blown away that uh, if, if, if I do instill a, a work ethic and the ability to compete, then that would have been good enough. I thought skill was the bottom line. And that was my first lesson from uh, uh, my grade seven uh, phys ed teacher that really made me understand that there's many facets in someone's character that can get them through besides the one that we think is most important, and that is having a, a talent for something. That's great, Kipper. And, uh, yeah, there's no substitute for uh, for hard work, and you certainly showed that in, in that great example, and, and, and fans can learn more about it in, in your great book, Undrafted. Uh, Kipper, I'm, I'm looking at the clock, and I want to make sure we cover as much as we can because we value your time. I'm going to turn the interview over to my chum, Ashton, who's got some Great questions for you, and um, I know you're in a good spot with the cell phone stable and such, so uh, I'll turn it over to Ashton. Nick, you've had an outstanding success in your hockey career as a player and mentor. Can you share with the fans some of your personal career highlights? Well, first and foremost, uh, Ashton, I love the fact that, uh, uh, you know, hockey's ultimately about a team, and, you know, Kipper, it's just breaking up a little bit, but uh, we're we're catching some of that great answer. I know you, you know you mentioned uh, being part of a team in hockey, so uh, yeah, that, that's yeah. great. Yeah, hopefully this awesome. Oh, that's great. Better. Oh, this sounds perfect. Yeah. So you know, the biggest thing I, I take out of that is you know all of these guys have tremendous uh, records. Gretzky had over what fifty fifty five records. Um, Mario is one of the best scorers in the history of the game, but you know, really comes down to just feeling like you're part of a team to win a championship. And I was able to win two championships in my career. Uh, one isn't as famous as the Stanley Cup, but I was able to win the Calder Cup in the American Hockey League, which is considered a, a great stepping stone for players outside of the NHL. And that was in 1988. And the second one, of course, was 1994 with the New York Rangers winning the Stanley Cup. You know, Ashton, the, the, the best thing about uh, winning a championship in the NHL is having your name on the Stanley Cup. And it doesn't ask you how many goals you scored or how many minutes you played or what all-star team you were, you were named to that year. It just wants your last name and your initial N for me, Nick. And when your last name's on the Cup... That means your your parents' last name is on the cup. It means that your 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 brother's and sister's name is on the Stanley Cup. And you don't get there by yourself. It takes so much love and support uh, to to help you get there. And it's just so great when you're when you can share your name with your loved ones on the Stanley Cup. To me, it doesn't get much better than that. Nick, what were some of the greatest lessons and words of advice you've shared with your kids, Theo, Anastasia, and Zachary? Well, I think the, the most important thing is to understand that uh, 
uh, not everybody's going to be successful, uh, you know, on your first or second try. Um, that there are so many great lessons in sometimes not being successful or, or being in a position where, you know, you, you may fail the first or second time. And I think that's one of the things that I tried to do when I, I wrote my book, Ashton, was to help people understand that, you know, for, for every Sidney Crosby or Steven Stamkos who are great and the best player on every team that they've played for, there's others that aren't the best and, and, and maybe uh, have to work their way up and have those disappointments and have those temporarily, uh, temporary failures to, to, to take lessons out of that and to, to, to try again. And that's what uh, Undrafted uh, is all about, is to tell uh, kids that there's different ways to get there. Not everybody has the same roadmap. Sometimes there's some twists and turns, and uh, maybe a Steven Stamkos can get to, to where he wants to go in a straight line, and mine has to go left and right and back and forth. But you can still get to the same destination. Uh, but you got to stick with it and you got to believe in yourself. And, and that's what I try to instill the most uh, in my book is that there's different ways to get to the same destination. You're listening to episode 37 of the Champs and Chums podcast. This is our best of segment. We're here with Maple Leaf fan favorite, Stanley Cup champion and sports media star Nick Kiprios. And uh, Kipper, um, we respect your time and we're just going to ask you just a couple more questions before we end this amazing segment. And uh, maybe I'll work a couple quickies in here as well too on your behalf, Ashton, because Ashton had a burning question to ask you who your favorite athlete was of all time. I thought it might have been Daryl Sittler because in the early stanza of your book, you mentioned having a chance to meet Daryl, but maybe are there a couple others you want to share with the uh, list, the listeners? Well, you 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 nailed the the, the top one for me. Um, you know, my dad's was uh, uh, Dave Keon, and of course, Dave Keon was a famous captain of the Toronto Maple Leafs, and he was just a little before my time. But the, the one that got the captain after that was Daryl Sittler. So uh, definitely uh, someone that I looked up to, someone that I I knew had. Uh, uh, tremendous work ethic. Uh, he could score goals. And the one thing that I really remember about Daryl uh, growing up is how he gave his time away from the ice. I always remember that famous picture of, of Daryl with Terry Fox. I remember him with kids in the wheelchair with the March of Dimes. And I just thought, oh man, if I could ever grow up and be in a position like Daryl to help others um, who sometimes can't help, uh, you know, themselves, then, wow, that, that, that's, that's a great role model. But, you know, other athletes, Ashton, that you're talking about that I've admired um, are, are certainly the ones that, uh, you know, everybody can kind of uh, attest to for, for greatness. Uh, you know, I mentioned Wayne Gretzky, uh, Muhammad Ali, Tiger Woods, one of the best golfers ever. I mean, these these guys have have done tremendous things, you know, in 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 their uh, in their profession, um, and they've also done some pretty great things uh, away from it as well to be difference makers in people's lives. Those are the type of people that I admire. 
Great stuff. And uh, we're going to turn over the last question to my chum, Ashton, who has for our best of guest, Nick Kiprios. Nick, what advice do you have for young kids looking to become a pro hockey player and sports media star just like you? <laughs> well, Fruit, I'm not tick sure. And, no, tick and tick on both ends, Kipper. Oh, wow. Well, well, yes. I'm, I'm extremely humbled. Um, the, the number one thing I could tell, tell kids, um, is that, uh, just, just know that it's okay to, uh, to dream big. And while, you know, it doesn't happen for everyone, you've, you've got to, you've got to paint good pictures in your head, um, to, to get to where you want to go. And, you know, whether you are Wayne Gretzky or Nick Kiprios or, or Tiger Woods, you know, we all start out the same. We all start out with a passion for doing something. And there are no guarantees. As much as uh, we'd like to think that uh, certain players are, are destined, um, there, there's just nothing guaranteed in this life. So what you want to do is just follow your, your, your instincts uh, you know, and, and, and just give it everything you have. Um, but at the same time, you need to be smart. You need to understand that you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket. You want to have other interests. You want to have other, uh, you know, goals and dreams. And certainly, uh, mine was to make the NHL, but as we know, Ashton, that, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of life after retiring from hockey and you're very young. Some, I retired when I was 32 years old, even with certain players retiring at 35 or 37. Um, there's a, there's, there's 50, 60, 70 years left in your life after that. You need other things in your life. So again, not that you want to put all your eggs in one basket, but if you have other things, other interests, pursue those too. And that's another thing I wanted to do um, with, with a beverage company like Little Buddha is I wanted to take all those life lessons that I had in the game of hockey and I wanted to apply them somewhere else. I want to show that, there, that uh, the, the, the blueprint for making the NHL can be the blueprint for having a su- successful cocktail company or, or you could uh, start another business. And, you know, just it's great to be uh, passionate about one sport like hockey, but there's so many other aspects of life that you want to make sure that aren't neglected so you can have a variety of things if, in fact, one doesn't turn out. That's some championship words to end a championship segment. That's uh, Nick Kiprios, our best of guest, episode 37 Maple Leaf fan favorite, Stanley Cup champion, sports media star. Uh, Nick, on behalf of Ashton and I, I want to thank you so much for joining us on, on the program. Um, all your success on and off the ice for me and, you know, having the, the, the great pleasure of connecting with you in the sports world. It's no surprise to me, you know, our, our nation of fans who admire the way that you played the game, you brought it every shift and uh, what you're doing now is, I mean, it's just living proof. And you mentioned it throughout this great chat together that, you know, success is never a straight line, but um, you can get there with will and, and determination. So, um, uh, and just before we close the segment, I know my chum Ashton wanted to say a few words to you. 
Well, uh, Nick, thank you for coming on the show. It's been an honor having you on. And my dad has told me about how uh, both of you met in the world of hockey. And um, you, you were a great Leaf and you're a great role model. And I appreciate that you put uh, hard work and dedication into everything you do. Well, Ashton, thank you so much for the kind words, and I just want to wish you all the best as well. Um, and for for you to have this show with your dad and to send great messages out there for all your listeners, you, my friend, are way ahead of the ball game, and I can't wait to see um, where you go next in your life. I want to wish you all the best as well. Oh, that's amazing. So that's Nick Kiprios, our best of guests. You can follow him on Twitter at Real Kipper, on IG at Nick Kiprios, of course. And uh, this, actually, at the time of this recording, everybody, it's it's game night, a Leaf preseason game. And I'm looking across the table here, and I've got my little Buddha, my favorite one, the raspberry, juniper, and, and lemon variety. But there's wonderful selections. So, Ashton, this has been great. Kipper, it's been so great to catch up. Ashton, you're going to take us to break on episode 37. This ends our father-son best-of segment. More father-son fun talk coming up. You're listening to the Champs and Chums podcast. Welcome back to Champs and Chums. Happy September, everybody. We hope you're doing well. It's Anthony and Ashton, episode 37. So glad that you're with us. It's a super September. You've heard some great stuff on the program already. And now we're going to bring you a fixture and a classic. It's our All Pro Go segment. That's right, everybody. Our All Pro Go segment is a Did You Know Sports Spotlight. That's where my chum Ashton uh, shares with you, our faithful listeners. Thanks so much for listening. You'll uh, hear um, a sport that Ashton, or an activity, something that's got a sporting theme to it. Ashton, my chum, is going to uh, highlight for you. Ashton, what do we selected here for episode 37? We've selected Foursquare. Foursquares. Now, it comes by different names, doesn't it? Uh, maybe. Maybe it does. Okay. All right. I thought it was actually called King's Court. But anyhow, uh, Ashton, take it away with Foursquares. Foursquare is a team sport played among two teams with two players each on a square a court divided into four quadrants, A, B, C, and D, usually numbers 3, 4, 2, and 1, respectively, uh, depending on the court. The square that a player gets to before anyone else immediately becomes their position in the game. The objective of four squares to eliminate players on the opposing team to achieve the highest rank on the court, which is uh, king. Um, and this is done by bouncing the ball back and forth between quadrants. A player on the team may bounce the ball uh, to an opponent's, uh, opponent team's player square and tries to bounce the ball in the state that the player on the opposing team cannot hit it to another square. The winning team will move up in the ranks, and the team that reaches the highest rank, usually number three uh, on numbered courts, uh, depending on the court, first wins, with all the losing teams p- 
players being eliminated. A player is eliminated when a ball is bounced in a player's quadrant and the player is unable to bounce the ball into another player's quadrant. It is a popular game at elementary schools with little required equipment, almost no setup, and short rounds of play that can be ended at any time. Great job, son. That's uh, Foursquare, our all-pro goal in episode 37. And you know, Ashton, um, it's that last line, and I'm just going to um, to go over it again for the listeners as you talked about Foursquare. It's a popular game in the elementary schools and requires almost little setup. And that's so right. I mean, the uh, surfaces that one can play uh, Foursquare on are uh, any hardcore sur- surface court, uh, wood, concrete, or asphalt. It's the asphalt, though, Ash, and I remember because years back at Lord Roberts Public School in Scarborough, your dad used to play Foursquare. Yeah, and um, here at Roundtree, we uh, play on a tarmac they installed, and Foursquare is really fun. Oh, it's a, it's a really fun game brings me back to my school days it certainly brings you back to your your school days of of not so long gone by that is our all pro go it's foursquare and you're listening to episode 37 of the champs and chums podcast Father-son fun talk. You're listening to episode 37 of the Champs and Chums podcast. And uh, Ashton, it's now time for our signature segment. That's right, everybody. It's our Champs and Chums segment where we salute our stars on and off the field. And uh, boy, we're just on the heels of so many great segments. Um, Such great father-son fun talk about sports life and friendship. But what's really at the top of the list is that best of segment with Maple Leaf fan favorite, Stanley Cup champion, and sports media star Nick Kiprios. And um, Ashton, I can't tell you how special it was to have Kipper uh, on the show and and part of this uh, father-son project. I mean, what are your thoughts on having uh, uh, our first Stanley Cup champion and having Kipper on the show? Well, it was an amazing interview, and um, it was our first Stanley Cup champion and uh, that's pretty special so when you think about moments like those when you have your first stanley cup champion on the show it's really it's a really big step into our um podcasting uh uh resume yeah resume, well yeah. i tell you what ash you, you talked about um you know moments and memories and it, it that's it's for that reason this becomes another special tribute another special uh, segment of, of the champs and chum segment because you know having kipper uh come back on the show it, it kind of drew me back to uh you know memories and dreams the maple leafs forever lots of great things about blue and white and uh it's time ashton after 37 episodes that we are going to go all the way we're gonna go from net to net post to post, tape to tape, and present you, everybody, some really special, near and dear, Champs and Chums, Blue and White Edition for episode 37 on behalf of Ashton and I. So here we go. These are some Champs and Chums, 
And Ashton, I know you brought a very special, you know, we were talking about a blue and white segment. I thought you would have brought um, uh, a blue and white sort of leaf helmet, but you actually brought something more special in blue. What'd you bring for this segment? Uh, so it's on my head. If you could see me, I have a little like octopus guy that kind of like flips in and flips out. And I'm wearing the hat right now, and it looks like a happy, happy octopus. Very happy octopus. He's going to join us in unveiling our our uh, unanimous blue and white selections for champs and chums on this segment. Ashton, take it away with your uh, your first champ and chum. My champ and chum of episode thirty-seven is Matt Sundin. Well, you start with, uh, geez, one of the best. And, and, and all of these champs and chums, uh, I've had the pleasure, uh, and Ashton, you've had the pleasure as well, too, to uh, learn more about them. And, and, and now with Kipper, had a chance to, um, to, to meet him and to connect with him. But it all starts with the captain. Why don't you tell uh, the fans about Matt Sundin? Well, actually, fun fact, guys, 1971 was uh just three years um before or no 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 two years before my dad was born well but look at the month he was a he's a february, february baby thir- just like your dad so he's Feb- an aquarian february 13th that's only no 12 no days wonder away. we got along so well when yeah. i was at the leafs matt's and i uh so he his position was center he shot right and uh he played for uh Dujardins, I have, if I'm pronouncing that right. I think you I think you're referring to the Swedish team that he played for was Jurgarden. Yeah, Jurgarden, Quebec Nordiques. Uh, obviously, he played for the Toronto Maple Leafs, and he ended his career with the Vancouver Canucks. His NHL draft was first overall in 1989. Uh, with he he went to the Quebec Nordiques and. Um, his playing career ended in 2009. And look at all his medals he has from the men's ice hockey. Uh, 2006 in turn, and he won gold. World Championships, 1991 Finland, gold. 1992 uh, Czechoslovakia, he won gold. 1998 Switzerland, he won gold. 1990 Switzerland, he won silver. 2003 Finland, he won silver. 1994 Italy, he won bronze. And 2001 Germany, he won bronze. Well, I mean, he's had such a decorated career, the big Swede. And uh, uh, I tell you, Ashton, inducted in the Hall of Fame in 2000, and uh, I believe it was 2012, if if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah, Hockey Hall of Fame, 2012 for Mats. um, That was the year I was born. That's right. And and so, you know, uh, when he got traded in that blockbuster, which, which saw another uh, champ and chum, uh, Wendell Clark, who you had a chance to meet, Ashton, uh, yeah. earlier in the summer, that was a huge trade because Wendell was so in, so loved, so beloved, beloved by uh, Leaf Nation. Um, but when Mats came in, he had some big shoes to fill. And like, I mean, he's just class, just absolute class. Every shift on the ice, off the ice, with reporters, with the coaches. I mean, he, he's just an amazing, amazing human being. 
let alone uh, an NHL Hall of Famer. 1,346 games. He scored 564 goals, Ashton. Um, that's Matt Sundin, our first champ and chum, the blue and white edition. And Ashton, uh, I guess now it's uh, time for, for me to, to uh, name my champ and chum. And everyone, you heard this fan favorite only just a short while ago. My uh, champ and chum selection for episode 37 is Kipper, the Kipper of the Cup, Nick Kiprios. That's right, everybody. And you had a chance to uh, hear firsthand why I've got so many wonderful things to say about Kipper. I mean, much like that entire team that year, uh, win, lose, or draw, um, Kipper was just uh, the model, the the great example for um, someone who obviously um, at the NHL level didn't play on the top line, but he had a, every shift, a tenacity, a grit, a work ethic that was unparalleled to anybody else on the roster. Um, so, um, you know, to have him come on the program and to reconnect with him years later, it's been so great. I mean, uh, there's a guy that um, uh, was undrafted and was able through hard work, through determination, uh, was able to reach his goal of, of playing in the National Hockey League. And furthermore, Ashton, not only uh, playing for his uh, hometown beloved Toronto Maple Leafs, um, but also winning a Stanley Cup. So our best of guest is high on my list, just a, uh, a top-notch uh, player, top-notch human being, uh, great. I'm not surprised, everybody, at all the successful things that have ha- has happened to Kipper uh, post-hockey career. Um, he's got so much talent, and you can see that right aclo- across platforms, uh, whether it be uh, radio, television, online. Uh, he's, 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 got, he's got it all. So uh, there you go, Ashton. There's the second champ and chum, blue and white edition, Nick Kiprios. Ashton, over to you for your our third selection for Blue and White Champion Chum. My Blue and White Champion Chum is Curtis Joseph. Cujo. Cooch. Another yes. great. Um, why did you pick Curtis Joseph as uh, your Blue and White uh, Champion Chum? Well, I mean, he was one of the greatest uh, goaltenders in Leaf history. So. Um, well, he was. It was a great... Uh, Go away to pick him. Yeah, for sure. Now, why don't you tell the fans uh, a little bit more about Cujo? His position was goaltender. He caught left, and he played for the St. Louis Blues, Edmonton Oilers, Toronto Maple Leafs, Detroit Red Wings, Phoenix Coyotes, and Calgary Flames, which is a lot of teams. And his playing career was from 1989 to 2009. His men's ice hockey um, in the Olympic Games in 2002, Salt Lake City, he won gold. World Championships 1992, uh, 1996, sorry, in Austria, uh, he won silver. Uh, World Cup of Hockey 1996 in Canada, he won silver. And then the Spangler Cup in 2007, he won gold. Well, he's another decorated goaltender, and, uh, you know, um, 
there seems to be a running theme with all of these uh, champs and chums that we've selected because not only was he a world-class goaltender, Ashton, he was an incredible human being. Uh, just like the uh, previous stars that we mentioned in our blue and white edition of our Champs and Chum segment. Um, I mean, Cujo was undrafted. People didn't really think of that. And um, much like Kipper, uh, with a lot of hard work and a lot of preparation and, uh, you know, God-given talent and ability, he was able to uh, to make it. And boy, he did. I mean, he played in NHL All-Star Games. He was uh, playing in the Olympics uh you know he you might remember everybody um uh, curtis joseph signed as a free agent um back in this would have been 1998 ashton in the summer of 98 uh there was a big big announcement a big big press conference and do you know what to ever tell you this story that the um the media and pr lead for that press conference was you was your dad <laughs> and uh, uh my great champ and chum pat park was uh was on holidays as this broke uh this as the story goes goes uh bill waters calls me uh, uh on the cell phone and tells me that we have to uh get a press conference together at maple leaf gardens in the dressing room with newly signed free agent curtis joseph and it was just a uh, uh, a magical time that happened in a very short moment and he came into the room and uh, it was just really great to uh, to meet him and his family and uh, Cujo continues to have some great influence on the game as does our other champs and chums so there you go everybody Curtis Joseph is our champ and chum in this blue and white edition and da- and Ashton I guess it's over to dad to close this segment with our and we could pick many of them um but I got to tell you, and we've mentioned this gentleman on the show, he's no longer with us, but he was the personality, the the mind, the muscle behind the bench that made that 1999 Leaf squad that made it to the Stanley Cup semifinals. He was just the inspiration for that because um, you can put the players together, but when you have a great coach, it, uh, it, it uh, definitely can bring you to the next level. And so that's the late, great Pat Quinn, Ashton. I'd like to uh, mention, highlight, and tribute. Uh, what a pleasure it was to deal with, uh, with a man that certainly was larger than life. I mean, he was just, uh, you know, he, we all remember what he did in his playing days and uh, knocked out Bobby Orr. Uh, <laughs> And uh, he was just a stalwart on defense. He was big, he was bruising, and certainly gave you that impression. But when you get to know Pat Quinn, I tell you, what, what, a, what a thought leader he was of the game. Um, you know, having him listen to him talk and tell tales, um, you know, on, on the mic, off the mic as I travel on the road with the Leafs. And, I mean, his resume, Ashton. Pat Quinn's resume as a, as a head coach was just uh, truly impressive. He went into the Hockey Hall of Fame in 2016 as, as, as a builder. And, um, you know, he, he, had a, he had a law degree as well too, Ashton. So he was very, very intelligent about the game and always took a moment. And it didn't matter if you were 
you know, first line setter like Sundin was or was uh, part of the training staff or the PR staff or the ticket taker, he always had an opportunity, he always had a smile on his face to come and spend some time and talk to you. And I think that's one of the things that's so special about this man who uh, sadly is, is no longer with us, but um, that's, um, that's memories and dreams. And I would say to end this segment, uh, Leafs forever, Ashton. Good stuff. Well, there's a little bit more show to come. It's been an action-packed one already. But you're listening to episode 37 of the Champs and Chums podcast. Welcome back to Champs and Chums. And Ashton, it's now time to put a bow on what has been a super a sensational September segment. How do you think everything went? Well, I think this episode was great, and um, I really think that it, it was a great episode. Obviously, having uh, Nick Caprios on the show uh, even made it even better. Well, it sure did. Anytime you get a Stanley Cup champion coming on your program, uh, boy, everything is looking up, and it certainly has. Uh, but Ashton, as I always do on uh, Champs and Chums, I'd like to ask you, what did you learn today? Well, I learned more about Foursquare and oh, how that's it's played. Well, that's right. And, you know, you kind of brought me back to a, uh, a game and an activity that was so fun back in my high, uh, high school, my, my junior school days, right? Primary school days. So thank you, Ashton. Uh, I remember there were some real fun, um, uh, fun competitions we'd have playing Foursquare. Now, do you guys, when you played, do you use like a tennis ball or how do you do it? We use a rubber ball, and it's really bouncy. It's like one of those rubber balls that are really bouncy, and they have like the hard texture on it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, that sounds like a lot of fun when you guys are out on recess, I guess. Or is that part of gym as well, too? No, it's not part of gym. It's uh, on the field, and uh, I have lots of fun playing it. That's a good stuff. Uh, what else did you learn here in episode 37? Well, I also learned that uh, Nick's father, George, was a huge inspiration on uh, Nick's hockey career. Well, he sure was, Ash, and I'm glad you, you picked up on that because if you, you heard Kipper talk about his dad, I mean, he talked about him just setting the great example. I mean, as a hardworking immigrant that came from Greece, wanted to make a better life for him and his family. Uh, all the effort, all the uh, determination to uh, make uh, the restaurant business, which actually ended up being a, a family business, Nick actually uh, learned a lot. And, you know, as, as Nick kind of said uh, during his this Got Great Best Of segment, you know, some of the skills that he learned as a hockey player and what he thrived on to really uh, succeed on the ice it doesn't really have to come just from hockey. It can come from all facets of life, right? So um, I was struck by when he said that because you can hear that come through his great book. And fans, you got to check it out. It's a real page turner. It's undrafted, the autobiography of uh, Nick Kiprios, hockey family and what it takes to be a pro. You can get it where great books are sold. Amazon, you can get it on Indigo online in the bookstores you will want to take a read of that from uh, front end to back end good stuff ashton um well good stuff well why don't you tell the fans um where they can subscribe and check us out 
Well, they can subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn, Podbean, and CastBox. That's great stuff. And before we get to uh, the uh, the other ways to connect with us, we want to say some thank yous to people, Ashton. Uh, who do you want to thank? We want to thank the Power Girls and Uncle Dennis who helped produce the show. That's right, the Power Girls and Uncle Dennis who've been there from episode one of Champs and Chums. Thank you so much for all your love and support. We want to thank our best of guests, Maple Leaf fan favorite, Stanley Cup champion, and also sports media star Nick Kiprios for joining us on the program. We also want to thank the father-son duo Blake and Liam Smith for uh, joining us for that segment where we had lots of fun talking about uh, golf, gaming, and all things sports, life, and friendship. And uh, Ashton, we want to let our fans know that beyond the... um, I got a little bit of a frog in my throat there, but that's okay. We'll keep going. Um, Well, why don't you tell the fans again where they can subscribe and check us out? They can subscribe at iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn, Podbean, and CastBox. Great stuff. And if you want to check us out, everybody, on social, it's at Champs and Chums. You can check us out on uh, YouTube. You can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, and also TikTok. And our website is champsandchums.com. Well, Ashton, it has been a super, a stupendous, a superstar September episode. Big fist bumps, my man. And as we always say, cheers Cheers to champs, champs, cheers to chums, and cheers to an all-star day. Thanks for listening. listening.